This anointed teaching by Apostle David Muluzi is brought to you by God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church. We hope you have an encounter with God as you listen to this message. Greetings, family, in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's really an honor for me this day to be allowed to come and share the word of God with you. I really appreciate it. I do not take it for granted, and I thank God for it. Hallelujah. This is the day that the Lord has made. We are going to rejoice and be glad in it. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, dear God, for this is the day that you have made. We are going to rejoice and be glad in it in the name of Jesus. We thank you, dear God, that even as we are going to share your word, your word is life, your word is power. Your word is sharper than any double-edged sword. Wherever it enters, God, it penetrates. It's able to separate spirit from soul, bones from marrow in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, almighty God, that your word is a mirror. God will be able to reflect on it and change our ways in you, my Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. That after everything has been said and done, we will never forget to give you praises, glory, and honor for all that you have done and you are continuing to do in this house. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. This is the day that the Lord has made. Hallelujah. The title of our message today is Pursue God. Hallelujah. That we should pursue God in our lifetime. Family, we are at the edge of entering into the other side. If you could just notice what's happening in our country, you will realize that we are heading for end times. We are heading for rapture. We have been serving God. We have been waiting for the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But the question that I want us to ask ourselves is that, what were you pursuing? What were you chasing? Were you pursuing God? Or were you chasing after the wind? I believe that after this sermon, every one of us will be able to sit and reflect. Hallelujah. Today, I want us to look at the life of King Solomon. Let's open our Bible to the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 1. We are going to read verse 2 and 14. Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 2 and 14. In verse 2 it says, It is useless, useless, said the philosopher. Life is useless, all useless. You know, when you read this verse, what will just come to your mind is who wrote this verse? Who can just put this kind of a verse in a Bible? But I want to remind you that this verse has been put in the Bible so that we could read and learn from it. Hallelujah. Let's go to verse 14. It says, I've seen everything done in this world. 
And I tell you, it is all useless. It's like chasing the wind. You know, the book of Ecclesiastes, it's written by King Solomon at the end of his life. When Solomon was writing this book, he was actually saying, learn from me. Learn from my mistakes. Don't repeat the very same mistakes that I did. Hallelujah. When you go to chapter 2 of this book, of the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 2 from verse 4 to 8, Solomon talks about the things that he accumulated in his lifetime. But you realize that these things that he accumulated, they didn't bring meaning unto his life. They didn't add value. When we talk about Solomon, we are talking about a man who tasted the presence of the Lord. The Bible says he would just pray and God would just present himself right there and there. When we speak about Solomon, we are talking about the man who experienced the provision of God. The Bible says he will just offer 1,000 cows and God will just appear to him and say, Solomon, what do you want? When we talk about Solomon, we are talking about a man who tasted the protection of God. The Bible says during his reign, there was rest all over. There was peace. He didn't have to fight any battle. Hallelujah. The Bible says he is the wisest man ever lived. He is the wealthiest man ever lived. But at the end of his life, his heart was full of regrets. He says, I was just chasing after the wind. Hallelujah. Can you imagine just chasing after the wind? You're just wasting your time because you, you can never get hold of the wind. We thank God. God is great. May God help us to pursue him. May God help us never to chase the wind in our lifetime. Hallelujah. We appreciate God. He's faithful. So King Solomon, after tasted all that what God can do for him, instead of saving God to the end, he deviated from the path of God. And he pursued his own things, things that didn't bring meaning unto his life or bring meaning to the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Let's go to 1 Kings chapter 11, verse 3. First Kings chapter 11, verse 3. It says Solomon married 700 princesses and also had 300 concubines. They made him turn away from God. You will realize that his heart was no longer content. Can you imagine when you marry wife number one, wife number 159, wife number 199, his heart was no longer content. He needed something that could just satisfy his heart and he couldn't fight it. Hallelujah. Family, let just me remind you that contentment, it's found in the Lord. We appreciate God. 
we thank God. Verse 13, I mean verse, verse 11 and 12 of the same chapter, 1 King chapter 11, uh, verse 11 and 12. Verse 11 says, therefore, the Lord said to Solomon, since this have been your practice and you have not kept my covenant and my statutes, my statutes that I have commanded you, I will surely tear the kingdom from you and I will give it to your servant. Can you imagine God taking the kingdom from you? That you are just nothing without God. But in verse 12 it says, Yet for the sake of David your father, I will not do it in your days, but I will tear it out of the hands of your son. You know, this man started well in the kingdom of God. But at the end of his life, he deviated from the covenant of God. And God is saying, since this is your practice. Meaning Solomon was not doing it for the very first time. And God is saying, since this is your practice, that you no longer keep your part of the covenant, I'm taking the kingdom away from you. But I like it. It says but for the sake of your father, David, I will not take it during your lifetime. I will wait for your son who is going to succeed you. And I'm going to take my, my kingdom from your hands. Hallelujah. Family, what a waste. That after serving God with such diligence, you fail to experience the kingdom of God. You fail to experience rapture. Because of some little decisions that you took. What am I saying? I'm saying hold on to what you believe. You might be deviated from the path of God. But we still have that window of opportunity that we can assess ourselves. And, 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 and make ourselves to be in the right standing with the Lord. Hallelujah. Come back into fellowship. God wants you. Hallelujah. Let's prepare our house to be in order. Let's shift our focus and intentions and direct them towards God. When you look at the situation that we are facing, we are in level four of lockdown. We don't even know when it will be uplifted or go down to level three. What we need to do is to guard our hearts. We don't need anyone to guard us. We need to be the guards of our hearts. We have started well. We should end well in the kingdom of God. Look at everything around us. It's no longer adding meaning unto us. It's no longer adding value unto us. Our value is in the kingdom of God. Everything that the world Everything in this world, you will realize that it's depreciating in value. That even the price of petrol went down to 12 rand, where we have never seen it in some years. Hallelujah. Family, let's continue to pursue God. God is able to help us. 
you will realize that if you have investment for your children, now they have depreciated in value because of the state of economy. If you have money, it's no longer able to serve its purpose in your life because you cannot go out there and buy what you want except for the food, which is also difficult for us to buy. If you have a car, it's no longer able to serve its purpose because we are quarantined in our houses. Hallelujah. What we need to do is to serve God. What we need to do is pursue God. What we need to do is to just to look unto the kingdom of God. The summit says in Psalm 119 verse 37 that God turn my eyes from looking unto worthless things. May God turn our eyes from looking unto worthless things. May God turn our eyes from looking unto the things that doesn't have value unto the kingdom of God. May God direct our, our eyes even in this lockdown that we are able to see him directly. Hallelujah. The time that we are in is the time that we realize that our earthly investment can no longer work for us, can no longer be trusted. What we need to do is to trust in the kingdom of God. This is not the time to trust in your employer, to trust in your job, to trust in your investment, to trust in your medical aid. What we need to do is look unto the Lord, is to pursue our God. Hallelujah. In this lockdown, you will realize that our faith is being trusted and it has been put on fire in this regard. We should not stop doing the word of God. We should not stop doing the word of God because of this lockdown. We should do more for the Lord. Hallelujah. When Mama Louisa was ministering on Mother's Day, she said the word of God can be trusted. So if the word of God can be trusted that much, we as the children of God, we have a duty to send it out there. It will never come back void. Hallelujah. We really appreciate God. He's faithful. This is the time to trust on what God can do for us. Solomon's devotion unto God was judged by the condition of his heart. That his heart was no longer fully devoted unto the Lord. What is the condition of your heart? God, it's looking unto you, the condition of our heart of your heart. Family, can we put our heart in order? Jesus Christ is coming back very soon. May God bless you. May God keep you. May God sustain you. May God gives you the, give you the desires of your heart. We bless the Lord, the name of the Lord. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. Your word is life. Your word brings healing. Your word, God, it's able to do it all unto our lives. God, cleanse us by your weight. In the name of Jesus, we believe, God, that your word will sink in our heart. Your word will be able to change us, my God, in the mighty name of Jesus as we continue to pursue you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us during this episode. Join us next time, even as we continue to learn and grow with Apostle David Muluzi. Also, Visit our website for more at cfcpolokwane.com. God richly bless you.